Hi, I'm Kwana. I'm T. Joey. And welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we dissect music and music lyrics as it relates to everyday life. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. What is up? So glad to be back, ladies. It's been a while. Yes. Yes. It's been a while, but we're back like we never left. And shout out to everyone who's been showing us love on Instagram, liking yes. our posts. We are loving it and feeling it. And Thank shout out to everyone listening to us on SoundCloud. We see those views. We see you moving on up. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've probably done about like half of those views. Because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, let me go back and listen to what we recorded. And then I'm laughing at my desk like, ha, ha to myself and people are looking at me like what is she listening to that is so funny over there in the corner yes i'm like the weird i like the weirdo on the subway like listening to their headphones <laughs> and smiling so freakishly and people are like yeah she might be on crack pretty hilarious though it's kind of hard not to be playing with them. yeah like, so check them out people be like what are you listening to i'm like oh i'm sorry it was a podcast <laughs> they're like okay sure no problem uh, well how's everyone's week been thus far i mean like, can we talk about global warming oh it's I like know. tomorrow's gonna be 70 and the next day's gonna be 75 degrees what yes oh and i ooh, 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 i went oh i watched a really really good documentary i'm obsessed with documentaries on netflix and i watch this documentary called the island president and it's about the maldives um mm-hmm. they're like 18 or 18 to 20 islands that are located um in the indian ocean mm-hmm. and they um suffered from the tsunami um couple well, more than a couple years ago i think it was in 2003 and it destroyed all, like, majority of the islands, and they rebuilt. And so they have a new president um, who took over, I think, in 2008. And basically, the Maldives Islands are sinking due to global warming. So their CO2 levels are so high. And you got to think about where the islands are located because they're close to India, and Indian does India does a lot of, like, production, like for clothing and they manufacture a lot of things so all that co2 emission is transferring over down to the Maldives islands and yeah they're saying in like 10 years like every year uh the sea the sea level is rising hmm. that's crazy and it's so funny because they'll there's still people that'll say oh global warming's not real it's like it's not some magic this is like yes, biology Easter bunny. <laughs> right like, it's <laughs> happening this is life right it's crazy. so crazy you guys should let I me mean, if anybody has a free weekend or whatever they want to check it out it's really really cool and they were talking about how they're going to make the whole, all the islands um i guess maybe like using solar panels mm-hmm. um and doing that and then there was like this whole big um united nations or something that they had in copenhagen a couple years ago when obama was there all the different representatives and they trying to get together as a community so that they can um, focus on global warming. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like perfect timing to talk about this because, you know, election is next week, November mm-hmm. 8th. So make sure everyone goes out there and vote. Global Please. warming mm-hmm. is real. So everyone go and let your voice be heard. Please. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that, T. What's the documentary again? Um, it's called The Island President and is currently on Netflix. Netflix. Go, so go Netflix and chill with your boom and learn something. Get some knowledge. Get familiar. Get your education. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yes. So, ladies, what's today's topic about? Yeah, so today's topic, we decided that we are going to discuss social media and the impact that it can have on the artist. And impact, we're talking about whether good or bad in terms of success, Mm -hmm. their image, whatever, whatever falls under that bracket. We want to know, well, we'll let you know our views, and then you let us know your views. Exactly, views from the chicks. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, we're going to start off with our new artist feature. And our new artist feature for the day is Tyus. And he is an R&B soul singer from Portland, Oregon. So when Mm. I first heard of him, uh, maybe earlier this year, Apple Music featured, like, new artists to listen to. So that's when I saw his stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, he just released his debut album on October 28th called Never Forget. And it's Mm. really, really good. Really good. He gives me... I hate comparing people because I like to think that each has their own, you know, like they're like the creator of their own craft. But in terms to give you like a sense of what his fan base probably is, he gives me like Party Next Door on steroids. (laughs) Yeah. Or I, I mean, I felt if you like Bryson Tiller or Tory Lanez, Mm -hmm. then you should um, also look at this person because this person seems to be right up your alley. Exactly. And which isn't a bad thing because I don't think you're doing great right now. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree. Can can we let them listen first before I share my opinion? Okay, okay, sure. (laughs) So so the song that I'll be playing today, this is Stay by Tyus off of Never Forget. So take a listen. Okay, so I was kind of torn. I like, obviously I was drawn, because I only listened to that song, so I didn't really give um, this this artist a fair game. I think I only listened to maybe two or three songs from him. But mm-hmm. it kind of bothered me that I was just so reminded of Bryson Tiller, because I feel like I already yeah. have my Bryson Tiller. I don't need another one. 
Mm. And there, it was just so much similarities. And I don't want to ever take away from what he's doing. And I'm sure it, there's going to be different things that he has in terms of differences from him. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I was on the whole Bryson Tiller train and I was like the whole wave and I was like oh my god he was just like a breath of fresh air because he was giving me kind of like Bryson Tiller was kind of giving me like a little bit of the whole Drake thing yeah like it's just like this Trap Soul was so good and I got to see him perform Trap Soul live at Made in America Mm -hmm. this summer I got my whole entire life (laughs) <laughs> but, like, my thing is to you guys is, like, that's where I get torn a lot is, like, when people sound so familiar to an artist that I love, it kind of mm. makes me feel like I'm cheating on the artist by liking someone else who's, like, almost very, very closely similar to them. What do you guys think about that? I never really thought about it that way. I mean, that's a gr- that's a good, like, point of view. I never really thought about it like that. Um, I think sometimes it is possible to hear a new artist or to hear a new song and then immediately think, oh, well, this sounds like so-and-so, so I'm just right. going to go listen to so-and-so because... Right, it makes me want to go listen to Trap Soul. Sorry. I think, yeah. I don't know, I feel like, I see what you're saying too because some artists, like, I'm so quick to be like, uh, no, negative, bye. But at the same time, I feel like if it's an artist that I'm listening to, consistently and I can actually break down their lyrical content and listen to what their delivery is Mm. then I'm like okay you sound similar and I know I like this person so maybe there's a chance that I'll like you too let me listen to actually compare and contrast if you really are like a genetic like copy of so and so (laughs) have your own style so to me I personally think I mean I think he sounds more like Party Next Door than Bryson but Really? I think so. I think lyrically... Bryson. Lyrically, Bryson... Well, yeah, because Bryson... It, Bryson. It, but it's more like the flow. I feel yes. like the way he raps the flow, the cadence of his rap, or, you know, the just the cadence of the way he sings. Well, not rap, because he's, he's singing. You know, the, the song may be a little slower, mm-hmm. but his voice has this certain cadence or beat to it in mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. So that... That is what reminded me of Bryson. Mm-hmm. Um, was the especially with like Rambo well, and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Yes. But um, and that's how Bryson was found too on SoundCloud, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, but, yeah, that's what I listened to interviews from. Um, we're all talking about Bryson, but yeah, I listened to interviews about how Bryson got his start, and he basically recorded the songs and he put them on SoundCloud, and that's how he got his fan base through SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's pretty good. Well, fun fact, though. Fun fact about Tyus. So, I don't know how long he's been doing music for. That I don't know. But what really, like, ignited the flame on his success, not to give credit to anyone else, but I guess Party Next Door about two years ago in 2014, he had, like, an anticipated mixtape or Mm -hmm. some kind of release coming out. And a fan of Tyus, I don't know if they were trying to help him, to get his music out there or what their motive was but mm-hmm. basically they took his songs chopped and screwed them and hired the pitch on them uploaded them to youtube under party next door's name and gave what? it yeah listen i don't know who has the time who, who got the time i don't got the time. fans if you're loyal 
That's how you know you're loyal. Yeah, so someone, yeah, someone uploaded it to YouTube or SoundCloud, I forget which one, and they labeled it as it was Party Next Door's new release. So everyone's listening, and a lot of people couldn't even tell the difference. But then I think, mm. I guess, Party or Party's Camp came out and said, you know, that's not me. And then Tyus was just like, whoa, like, he said he got a message from one of his friends, like, you're blowing up right now, but unfortunately, you're not the one blowing up. <laughs> right. Wow. You know what I mean? But- but my thing is, like, why did they have to do that? Why couldn't they just play his record? Why did they have to hype, like, tweak it like that? Why couldn't it just be him? And that should be that, enough. That's up to that one person. But it worked in his favor because the reception uh, yeah. was really, really good. Like, everyone was just like, even though this isn't Party's release, this guy's really, really dope. And mm. it worked. The likability worked for them in that sense because it's like, all right, I have Party next door who might be talking about one thing, but if I want Party to talk about something that I'm not getting from him at the moment, I got this other person who might be discussing something else. So, I mean, mm. I'm here for it. I'm totally here for That's it. That's crazy. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure he's probably, like, pissed. And then to see that <laughs> people are like, ah, this is so cool. Like, then who is this guy? If it's not Party next door, who is this? Mm. And then people are actually interested now, and he's like, well, this kind of worked out. Right, like, he wasn't bothered. I mean, at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm not getting noted for my work, but it did open up the wave of, like, a new fan base. And, like, with him, he's more like, you know, as long as people are getting the music, I don't really care how they're getting it. Because even with Never Forget, a lot of the tracks were released on online before the release, and he's like, oh, I heard there was a leak, but it's cool. As long as y'all fucking with it, I don't care. Yeah. I love that. I love that in an artist. So, okay, hmm. I'll let you have that. You gotta know when to choose your battles, you know? You can either fight some things or you can just kind of go with it and yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I have to, I don't know, I'm that type of person. If I'm not like, you're like dead on fan, mm-hmm. then I kind of have to sit with you for a while in terms of like music and listen. So I didn't sit with him long enough, but I just don't like that how some, when they remind me, because I feel like I'm cheating on them. I'm like, oh my God. I I'm guess like, you. Yeah, and I build this like connection with the person. Like, sure. you know if what I someone mean? if someone came out sounding like J Cole, that's fighting word. Oh my gosh, I would. Oh, the, I would. <laughs> I would. I would scrape someone's eyeballs out. Oh Jesus! Damn. <laughs> Goodness. All right now, don't get her bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, sorry. Oh Jesus! Wow. That wow. is so funny. No, well, this is good, though. This is good because since our topic is about social media, you know, yeah. Bryce got his fame. Bryce and Taylor, Party Next Door even, they utilize social media and SoundCloud. You know, they utilize the social media aspect to gain success. So back to our topic of the day, does social media make or break the artist? Well, I mean, my thing is, like, before there was social media, you know, mm-hmm. artists recorded the song – the record label sells the song, artists and record label makes money off the song. Now with social media, it's just like you, it's like kind of like your fan base is driving the music. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So if your fans go hard enough for you, they will get you those millions of plays on YouTube. They will have fan pages that are dedicated only to your music and they'll retweet, they'll repost. In a sense, social media is like you don't even need a marketing team because your fans are your marketing. Or you could just do your marketing yourself. If you have a fan base, you have a large following, and people are picking up on it, then people are going to be like, oh, what's this? Why do they have, like, X amount of followers? Oh, they must be Mm -hmm. legit. You know, unless they bought the followers. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I think social media can do both. It's a positive and a negative. (laughs) It helps 
build your brand. It also helps you gain easier access with your fans. Like, you know, before social media, people would meet their fans at the meet and greets or they would have Joey didn't you do like a little fan thing for um, fan letters and oh you just you just gonna put all my business out in these streets sorry I had to do it (laughs) yes I was on like this street team for this band called I-15 you're on the street team listen listen okay Joey was this a boy band because I don't recall Yes, they were an R&B boy band. Not really a boy band, but an R&B group put together, I think, by Polo to Dawn, or he signed them or uh-huh. something. You remember Polo to Dawn with, like, Rich Boy and all yeah, them? Yeah, Oh, my God. T, I'm going to kill you. You got me thinking about this <laughs> But no, but seriously, but the reason why I even brought up that story is because back then we didn't have the social media, so Joey had to be that. Street team, street killer for us. Out here, street. Yes, out here in the street. Were you actually in the street? In the street. (laughs) Well, you know what's funny? What's funny is that this was actually all online anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We were actually utilizing social media. Wow. Were people out in the streets? I wasn't one of them because I definitely caught on very late in the game. And then I was, like, young, too, or whatever. Yeah. So your mom was like, you trying to go where? No. Nah. I ain't doing it. One time I think we even had, like, a conference call. Okay, street team. I don't even know why I was so free to just be on the phone with these random ass people. <laughs> they were cool girls. They were cool. They might listen someday. Who knows? That <laughs> 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 was all social media still. Yeah. Well, what about you, Quana? What are your thoughts? Like, do you think social media makes or break an artist? Um, nowadays, social media to a certain degree mm-hmm. makes or breaks an artist. I think um, if you're going to be in the music industry, you definitely need a following of some kind mm-hmm. um, in order for people to, kind of, I guess, you know, to gauge if they like you, you know, it's you don't have to like like try to build up a fan base, you know, from a, a record label putting out music and, mm. you know, putting all this money into you. Like you can just tell, you know, if you have a lot of uh, followers on Instagram or like on your SoundCloud, like, you know, you're kind of already popping. Right. You know, so, yeah. so you don't can bypass all of so that. So you don't have, like, someone building your brand. Like, you know how the record label, they have a whole team, the A&R, and they're like, okay, this is going to be your look. Mm-hmm. I feel like social yeah. media is a way for you to stay kind of true to yourself. And, like, it builds a connection for between you and your fans also. Yeah, but people Better. also, like, um, you know, it, I guess that may be a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Do, you can do everything yourself. You don't have to worry about a team telling you how to dress, telling you how right. to do this, where to go, who to talk to. You know, you can just kind of do your thing and people will catch on. But then it's also like that's all on you then. You know what I mean? So right. if you're not putting in the work or if you're not actually trying to connect with people on social media or maybe, you know, like maybe someone's not good at you know, mm-hmm. Instagram or, like, talking to strangers. You know, maybe they're just really, like, more focused on the music and they don't think too much about, like, oh, you should respond to the people on Instagram. You should <laughs> respond right. to the people who comment on your 
on your um, music, on SoundCloud. You know, some people might just be like, well, damn, you know, I didn't really think about that whole part. I'm just trying to make my music Mm -hmm. and keep it moving. So, you know, so maybe they have a friend or a family member or somebody on their, you know, in their camp who can kind of, you know, worry about that side for them. But, you know, then it's, it becomes a little like who who do you give that job to if you're not willing to take that up on your own? Is there any artist out there that is not on social media that has a following regardless? As far as I know, I don't yes. think so. Who isn't on social media? That's a good thing. I know. But I think at the same time, though, a lot of people that we listen to, we find them through social media. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean... I tune into the radio here and there more so for like the interviews rather than the music, mm-hmm. but like, hmm, I don't know. I think everyone's pretty much on social media because I think at this point, you know, we're going on 2017 now. I feel like the new artists, especially, they know, they understand that they need to have some kind of social mm-hmm. media presence, so they're not going to allow that to kind of slip through the cracks. Right. Like, but for one, mm-hmm. um, one of the artists that I, I feel like I always talk about. Beyonce. <laughs> oh Lord. I I feel like she joined the social media bandwagon later on. She wasn't one of the people who quickly jumped on the social media bandwagon because she's not that kind of person where I'm gonna be sharing my every move, my every moment with you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because you know she had her website, Beyonce dot com. That was a big deal. Yes, mm-hmm. when she when she joined. Instagram, it was like, ah! like you know what I mean, like the holy right. grail. Everyone's like, she's on Instagram, and she, her Instagram is just basically her website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everything yeah, is on her website. Yeah, so she's not even doing anything. She's not deviating from her brand. She's not letting us in any more than she would have let us in on the website. It's just another form to make sure the fans reach the same information. Yeah, it's a faster form because it's always on your phone. Right. So, like, someone like that, are we, like, is that for a way of her getting connections with her fans? Because she's not someone who's responding in the comment section, like, yeah, girl, like, you know what I mean? But I think someone like Beyonce gets a pass because Beyonce has been in the game for much longer than a lot of these other artists. You have people like Rihanna who are actually responding to comments, whether negative or bad or, I mean... Better, better, good. You know, what I mean, better, good. Mm-hmm. For her. <laughs> you know, you have someone like Rihanna who's commenting back, and then Beyonce. I mean, I personally haven't seen her comment back, but she's Beyonce. She's already put on such this standard, so for her to get social media was kind of like, like you said, T, like, oh my God, like Beyonce's on social media because who is she to be on social media? Social media is so beneath Beyonce. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, but it's because she's been doing this forever. She doesn't need that. She already has that following. Mm-hmm. If she was a new artist, I don't see that tactic working for her. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Right. But, yeah. But, there, you know, you have artists as well who really don't need to be, not that they don't need to be on social media, but they cannot handle social media. I know who can't handle social media. Who? <laughs> 50, 50 fucking cents. Mm-hmm. My God. Girl, <laughs> you know, but and it's unfortunate, you know, because he is a, he is a very successful man and he's very smart. You know, he clearly is a good businessman. He clearly, you know, works hard, he, especially yeah, on like power and all that stuff. You know, he does a lot, but I just don't. 
Like, it's just sometimes it's just like, like, uh, like we don't need to know everything. Like, why would you curse out your son on social media? And his so mother. Everybody can, can yeah, see, and the son's mother. You know, but at that point, like, I mean, and that, and this is just me, like my own personal view. At that point, when when people start doing things like that, so you know, like for example, like how he goes at, you know, his son's mom and and his son on social media or how like um you know chris brown and his you know royalties mom nia will go back and forth on social mm-hmm. media like like at that point like you clearly don't care because you're not calling her or picking mm-hmm. up the phone or being like hey let me call them real quick and let me talk to them like you you're literally like yo i'm just gonna go on twitter and respond you know at that point i just feel like you're probably doing this not just because you want to respond to this person, but because you want to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me think about, you know, when you're in like middle school, especially middle school or high school, when you have that person who's going to go fight that person at three o'clock on the playground. Yes, I live for those help. moments and I can't. <laughs> but, you know, they make sure that everybody in the school knows because they want an audience. Yeah. Because what is going to mean to anyone if you're fighting this person but no one is seeing you do it yeah i feel like that's kind of like you know with chris brown and even like azealia banks like they have this audience watching everything that they do and they like feed off of it but once it turns negative and they're not getting the reception that they i don't i mean i don't know what they were expecting but when they're not getting the reception that they would like then they play victim yeah or 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 they tell their fans to mind their business and it's not great you're gonna tell you're gonna tell your fans to mind their business after you've put out all your business on social media and then you put out more of the business, and then when they, and then when they respond to it, it's like, mind your business? What what, what business? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, like with the Chris Brown thing, you know, he's cursing out the baby mama, cursing out Karuchi with the <laughs> breakup. But then he's just like, nobody loves you like I love you. No one knows what we got. Everybody needs to mind their business. Like, what? I think, honestly, I think social media is kind of like a drug. It's like... A high, like you know, you get yeah. someone. Y'all know when y'all go on Facebook and you see John and Susie and Bobby and Billy letting out <laughs> all their dirty laundry on Facebook. I'm like, did I really need to know that Sally Susie slept mm-hmm. with John and Bobby on top of the tree, on top of the roof, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to know that. Everyone feels like it's it's a platform for them to document their lives and they want to get people on their side. It's kind of like a venting thing. Mm-hmm. And then it is. It you is. Just vent, vent, vent so much and people hype you up in your comment section. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then after you get off that high, you're like, oh my God, did I just put out all my business on front mm-hmm. street? Yeah. Did I just disrespect my baby moms on Instagram? Are they really in the shade room commenting about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what is that's what happens. So I feel like sometimes celebrities, if and even people out there who are not celebrities, we all have to keep in mind that we are a brand and you mm-hmm. represent a brand. So yeah. whatever moment you want to share on social me- social media or whatever, it's always going to be there, and you always have to think: Does this represent my brand? Well, that's why I don't, I mean, I am a big fan of, you know, the the Breakfast Club, you know, in the mornings, Power 105.1. Well, here in New York, they're on Power 105.1. But, mm-hmm. Shout out to yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they're in a lot of different um, 
I guess, markets now. But, you know, I'm a big friend of The Breakfast Club. Like, I'll turn on the radio and just, like, listen to them and see who they're interviewing today and all that stuff. Uh, and same thing with, like, Wendy Williams. Like, I know she's messy. I know she's messy. Sometimes she can go a little overboard. I, I agree with that also. But it's like I don't understand sometimes when people get um, angry, you know, at, like, Charlemagne the God or, like, Wendy Williams or something, you know. Because it's like, okay, if you took these pictures, you put them on your Instagram you, you know, sent out this tweet, you, you know, tweeted this person back and you cursed them out or something. And then when somebody responds to it or they comment on it, then you're like angry. Right. Like, I like, I mean, just again, me personally, if I put something, if I put a picture of myself out mm-hmm. on Instagram or whatever and, you know, maybe it's not a flattering picture, but just something that I think is funny. And then people are commenting like, girl, you look crazy. Da, 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 da. I can't get mad. Like, I put the picture out there. Like, if I didn't want people to comment or if I didn't want people to say how they felt about things, I'm not going to put it out there, which is right. why, like, I'm not going to talk about, you know, my personal business if I don't want people to comment on it. Right. You know, like right. I'm not going to be like, oh, I had a fight with my boyfriend today. Let me tell you what he said. Mm-hmm. And then somebody goes, girl, you know, you were wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you shouldn't have did that. And I'm like, you need to mind your business. And it's like, what? But that's when the high stops. That's when you come off. You're high. You're like, oh. Right. Because in that moment, as you're typing out this angry tweet or whatever, you're in the sense of like, you know, the adrenaline's kicking in. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get the feedback and the comments, like you said, you're coming down from it. So now you're really looking at it from clear eyes mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, oh, wait, hold up. What? But social media is like everything's written in ink. You try to delete those tweets, there is a way. Yeah, like there's a screenshot <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> feel like with Iggy Azalea. I feel like the whole feud between her and Azalea Banks ruined her. It ruined her and it made yeah. people start speaking about the kind of material that she's putting out in terms of like, okay, she's talking about she's a rap artist, whatever, whatever. Is she rap? What is she actually bringing to the table? Is she mocking us? Mm-hmm. She's making money something that someone else should be making uh, money off of is this you know what's going on and people started um looking up her old tweets and the truth was revealed yeah. she said some some slick shit <laughs> but yeah. i'll say and social media like also that. ruined her between her whole relationship with nick young was played out on social media yeah that's yeah. So, I mean, since we're over here talking about social media, can we talk about Big Sean's new new single that came out on his yeah. album? Yes, No More Interviews, which I think is, you know, fits really well into this because he really addressed everything that, you know, was brought up, I guess, over the past year or so. Mm. Um, you know, on social media, you know, just the rumors, like, who is he dating? Mm-hmm. His ex, Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. Oh, what problems you got with Kanye? What about Kid Cudi? What about blah, blah, blah? So all these things that he was like, you know what? I'm just going to say this all on one song. I'm going to touch on every single topic that all y'all want to bring up on one song. And so don't let's ask take, me about ask it. <laughs> yeah, so let's take a listen because he got answers. Look, 
No more interviews. I'm not talking about this on a song feature in the loop. Report live from Hawaii with my girl up off sand of the beach. Working on vacay in the booth, sand on my feet. I'm from the ground up like a ground ball play. I'm coming from the underground like it's Groundhog's Day. I'm talking so underground. And when I talk about Jay, nigga, I might mean Jay Dillon. RIP, real niggas. Lately, I only do the shit that inspire me. Lately, niggas treat the shade room like a diary. Oh, yeah, is that what you heard? Believe in everything you hear without confirming it first. And you know the funny thing about it is my ex wanna write a tell-all. Fucked up thing about it is she ain't even tell-all. Like how I introduced her to meditation, positive thinking. In the book, she probably reading daily rotation. I learned when people lie you not to return the favor. So I won't get you embarrassed. I won't tell them all the other parts about you that's plastic. This my last time putting my ex in a song, even though the last one was triple platinum. I'd rather put that energy in the what's worth having. Like how I got a platinum album with no solo tour. Niggas say it's over for me, I go overboard. Back against the wall like my poster, but I'm the poster board. Not from the city if you let they tell it. Greatest rapper of all time if you let Ye tell it. You ask me, I don't got the resume of but shit. I can't go bar to bar for niggas who talking off and getting egged on by A&R. So soon as your shit falling off, they walking off. And if you rappers diss us and ours, just know that you dead and you know it. My career been moving perpetual motion. I'm not impressed with the whoop-de-whoop. I don't know who... I mean, it's very telling, you know. Um, I, I mean, I respect when artists are like, you know what? I'm just going to answer this one time. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. You know, like, I can respect that. I can be like, all right, you know what? Because at the end of the day, I don't even really care who you're dating. Like, mm-hmm. you know, clearly we're here for the music. Like, you put out this song. I heard the song. I want to talk to you about this song. Maybe this song does talk about your ex a little bit, and I may have to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. But essentially, I'm not here interviewing you on you and your ex. I'm here interviewing you on you and your song. I think um, I think this song also is kind of like a challenge to other people as well. Like, you know what? Let's forget all the nonsense. Let's you get out of my business. Mm-hmm. You get out the beef. No more interviews. Let's focus on the music. That's what we yep. need to focus on. Stop worrying about my personal business and let's focus on that. And then I think, which was so funny, one of the lyrics is like, he said, treat the shade room like a tell-all. I mean, how <laughs> real is that? I'm an avid shade room um, aficionado. <laughs> oh, God. We're all guilty here and there. Yes, I'm always on the shade room. And then well, when they we get all have our guilty pleasure. <laughs> and that's one of mine. <laughs> but, no shade. No shade. But, um, yeah, because people go on the – celebrities go on the shade room to – clear up rumors and that that's what makes it sick because you are a celebrity you are a musician but you're still visiting the shade room to see what's going on with other people's lives Mm -hmm. but you know your ass has been on there and you know that this isn't always factual Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you're feeding into it anyway that goes to show you how human they are because they fall into the same traps we do exactly you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then also um, another thing that I liked about the song, he was saying how um, he had a platinum album without a solo tour. Remember mm-hmm. the tour he went on with yep. um, my boo thing um, for <laughs> Forest Hills Drive, and he does make a point. He, like big, that was a big year for Big Sean. Remember, I don't fuck with you, mm-hmm. like that yep. song, and he was able to still sell a platinum album without being the headliner of a tour. I think that's 
awesome, and I think he should be recognized for it. So I guess just me, that's what he was like. I'm gonna rap mm-hmm. about it because y'all gonna know, because y'all gonna forget. I think y'all sleeping on me. Like, do we really feel like people are sleeping on Big Sean? I think so. I love Big Sean. Really? You think people sleep on? I think Big Sean is huge. I think people love now, him. Now, but he's not like no one's putting him. I mean, he's not. He's not headlining his own tour. Yeah, but that doesn't mean people are sleeping on him. Like maybe. Well, I think now. I feel like after. I feel like after. Um, I don't fuck with you. I feel like it took a whole another level, a whole another spin for him. Whole another spin. It was coming up, but yeah. I feel like his come up was low like kids remember known but not like out there but after that you know boys are playing it to their exes like listen to this shit you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it became an anthem but then remember that whole thing with the whole control song the verse where um who was it kendrick came on was it Sh- kendrick went on sean's song was that how it went yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah. and then like, Kendrick was like, "I'm coming for you, Aubrey, Jermaine. I'm coming for you." Like didn't he you know call I mean? out Big Sean on his own song. He, but you, this is the thing, guys. I didn't even remember that was Big Sean's song. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying when I say just like, sleeping on him, Quanah. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like but Big, Big Sean, Sean too. Like he used. He used social media to his advantage. He was releasing his mixtapes back to back and working with a lot of people. And yeah, I think and I know, think he's definitely yeah. But I also think social media kind of hinder his brand in a way, especially with the whole Naya Rivera thing. And she's accusing him of doing all these things to her, and like she's putting it out there in the media. Like so, I honestly don't blame him why he wants to have no interviews. He doesn't want to talk about his relationship because he was with that one girl. What's her name? Ashley for years. He never oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. her publicly. I mean, do you guys? I mean, he has a, he has a song called Ashley with Miguel, right? Dedicated to her. But was he all over social media with her when they were dating? No, not really. I mean, he there's pictures of them, but he wasn't like out and about mm-hmm. kind of thing. No. But then that's also, you know, we also don't know if maybe she wanted it that way. You know, that. if yeah. she's not the celebrity, she's like, look, I'm just trying to live a regular ass life. Like, don't be having me all up on social media <laughs> and then all your fans coming for me and all these girls talking about something. Stay away from my man, Big Sean. You know, these, these mm-hmm. you know how sometimes the the female fans get, but you know. I don't know. I think um, social media definitely has its pros and cons. You know, you can definitely use it to your advantage. But, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was going to say, I feel like when it comes to the negative side, Mm -hmm. the girls are, you know, women are catty. But I feel like the guys be going in. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like guys. The game. The game. Oh. I feel like the guys are so much more so much pettier than the women are. Like, you have the game, like you said, the game, 50 Cent, even Drake. Drake is petty betty. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, even Not Drake. Not champagne like, poppy. Okay. Oh, girl, you know. Yeah. Even, um, I think what really made me think about that with the whole Kehlani Kyrie thing, mm. you know, when that all went down, yeah. it was the guys that were going in on her. Even Chris Brown chimed in, and it's just like, yo. Yeah. There's that's also just like, like, I mean, that's, you know. Ignorant men sometimes. Sometimes y'all men yeah. ignorant sometimes, y'all. Like, come on. Yeah, it's true. But like, you know, this girl. As it relates to like Big Sean, yeah. I feel like Janae, who I find to be extremely talented, mm-hmm. I love her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with her, you know, 
I feel like her craft has kind of been tarnished in a sense because when you think of her, you think about the scandal with Big Sean, Cuddy, and Dr. Genius, mm. and he referenced it in this song too. So when he was talking about, you know, how him and Cuddy were good and now they're not talking, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. he said how much it cost around twenty eighty eight, going off like Kobe when he wore the crazy eight. Mm. So I feel like he's saying what what cost our relationship, like what caused it to go downhill. And it costs twenty eighty eight. Twenty eight is the group with him and Janae mm-hmm. album. So I feel like he was kind of saying a reference, like, is this what it's worth? Is this what broke it? Because yeah. you know, Doctor Genius is Kid Cudi's like best friend. Yeah. But he's putting and, him in an impossible place. Like, who are you gonna go? Like, your best friend is going through this really hardship. What is he gonna? I mean, sometimes you have to take a side. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like at the same time, though, Big Sean was not in their relationship, and we don't know what happened in their relationship. According to Janae, she's saying, like, Dot was doing, like, drugs and abusive and blah, 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 but we don't know. We don't know. So we don't even know when she entered the relationship with Big Sean and if it even affected the relationship that she had with Dot prior to that. Or it could cut it to be so mad, but I mean, I get it. It's your friend, so I get it. Yeah, he's being protective. Yeah, yeah like but somebody... that's but you can't like you can't jump into people's relationships. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't do that. You can't be like, I mean, okay, like yeah, haha, maybe you were making a joke and like if you hurt him, I'll kill you. Like, okay, <laughs> like what do you? Like, I feel like you meant that. Maybe but... you, you know, maybe he would hurt her. Maybe like pe- like you can't jump into people's relationships like that. Like yeah, maybe that's your best friend. You know, my best friend has dated people that I didn't necessarily like. Would I ever jump in between them and be like, hey, you know, hey, if you hurt her, I'll kill you. Like, yeah, I'll say that, but I'm <laughs> joking. You know what I mean? But I would yeah, never you're not really going to like, I'm not going to yeah. tweet this dude and be like, yo, stay away from my friend. No, because then at that point, now I'm going overboard and now I'm not mm-hmm. letting people live their life. And I'm doing it on social media, which everybody yeah. can see instead of just like, texting or calling mm-hmm. somebody now i'm doing yeah. it so the world can see nah mm-hmm. so like when they're sending out their tweets do you think that these these celebrities right off the bat are just like oh i need everybody to know what i'm about to say so then they go on twitter because i'm sure a lot of these people have each other's phone numbers or know how to get di- in direct contact course, with right yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> i think uh, i think it's that thing like where you want someone to know you have beef with them but you don't go to the source you know what i mean Kind of like, like being around the bush, yeah, trying like, to play tough. Yeah, trying to play tough, being around the bush. Like, you know, I mean, uh, prime example, uh, um, uh, Meek Mill, Twitter fingers. Like, he didn't go to the source. He mm-hmm. went on the computer and he tweeted his little tiny fingers and he started typing away shots at Champagne Poppy. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he should have went to the source. He should have man up and went to Drake. And, I mean, but I don't know what he did, but I'm just assuming this is what happened. So I feel like people hide behind the computer instead of facing people in real life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like your way of addressing the situation without actually addressing the situation. Yeah, but it's also just like, you know, some people really do feel like, all publicity is good publicity. If people mm. are talking about me, whether it's bad or good, people are talking. So right. that's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you have, but then at the same time, on the other end of it, you have people who are probably not even being negative on social media, but the social media is being negative towards them. Mm. So that makes me think of someone like Lil Mama. When she did the interview with, I'm sorry, but when she did the interview with Charlemagne mm-hmm. and she cried, that turned into me. a monumental meme. Yeah. 
And I feel like that, I mean, that's one of the many things that has ruined her. But that is... Was that's another like, episode. Girl. <laughs> but for real, that meme went viral and it made like a joke of who she is. Mm-hmm. So no one takes it seriously. And if, I mean... I don't think she's that bad. Mm-hmm. I also simple. Someone else who I sympathize to with is Michelle from Destiny Childs. They mm-hmm. drag hey. her on social media. Like hey. she mm-hmm. she addresses it too because I think it really like hurts her like to the core. How could it not though? How could it not? Like you are yeah. an artist and you're trying to perfect your craft, and no matter what you do, you have people who are bringing you down. You gotta kind of like ignore it almost. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. People are gonna say what they want. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that social media is going to be here to stay? I think it's only going to keep evolving. Yeah. I don't know what, it, what it's going to evolve into, but I think it's going to keep evolving. I don't think it's going away. Definitely mm-hmm. not. I don't think so. Because, I mean, look, so many years ago we had MySpace, right. and it has turned into Facebook and SoundCloud and all these other outlets. Right. And, I mean, you have artists who are doing great with it, like, for example, like Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. He's an independent artist. Aww, I love him. <laughs> he's awesome. Like, love him. He's really Coloring cool. Book 3 was so good. It was so good, and I love it because he's like, you know, he's like, I, re- I don't release my music for free, I release it for freedom. Mm. Because, and that, come on, that's like tattoo-worthy right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, you know, he's like, there's a message behind the music and the content that I'm putting out, and I just want that to be able to reach people. He makes most of his money off of tours, and he's out here getting praises from Obama, Jay-Z, Beyonce, writing on Kanye's last album, like, mm-hmm. all this without without like upper management really mm-hmm. i mean he has somebody in there but yeah, not like he's, act- he's not signed right no he refuses to be i'm sure he's been approached yeah oh, I'm sure. he's probably doing just perfectly fine without being signed exactly he's he- free to do what he wants mm-hmm. no i have a thing we have we're talking about social media but we never we haven't spoken about kanye kanye is like social media <laughs> like i don't even know if it's a love-hate relationship he has with social media because he uses social media as his way to vent. Do you? But see, with Kanye, do you think it's hurting him, though? Well, it hurt him when Amber was, like, um, too booty in the hole. What did she call him? Too booty? Oh my God. Too oh. booty in the... Too booty... Two fingers in the booty or something. I don't something. think that hurt him. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think cares. that hurt him. That didn't, like... People laugh for a minute, but, like... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't I think, think that hurts. For some reason, I feel like social media like works in his favor be, only because he genuinely does not give a fuck what anyone says. So it's kind of like, even if you're saying negative things, I'm not really concerned with your opinion. I think he calmed down after that enough. moment, though. I think he calmed down after that moment you know with Amber. So funny with Kanye? Why? I think Kanye cares a lot about what people think. I think he cares a lot about people's opinions. I think he does things, you know, he he's very artistic, he's very forward-thinking, he's very, you know, he has a lot of ideas that he wants out there that he wants to, you know, put together and that he wants to see completed, but mm-hmm. I think he does get affected by what people think. I think if social media turned on him, I mean, because right now he's like, you know, people love him, like his mm-hmm. fans, you know... Going cult to following. Yeah, going right. To it's concert. literally like, I mean, he could say whatever. He could say, like, let's burn the world down tomorrow. And his fans would be like, yeah, Kanye, woo. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he could say whatever <laughs> he wants to say, and his fans will be with him. But I think when it comes to, like, people's opinion of him, I think he's very affected. 
I think he cares a lot about mm. what people think, especially, like, on social media. I think if, like, tomorrow, for some reason, you know, all his fans turned on him and was just like, F Kanye and blah, 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 and going at him, I think he would be torn apart. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, don't I mean, I get it because I guess that's why, what would be the point of his rants if he didn't care? Yeah. I get it, but I feel like with I think him, it's all, all a part of the act. I don't think it's an act, but I feel like it'll bother him for the moment. But for the most part, he's comfortable with who he is as a person. Oh, definitely. So it matter what, you're, what you say is going to stop me from doing what I got to do. Yeah, he well, he has his goals. Yep. So he knows what he set out to do. He knows what he wants to do, and he's going to get it done somehow, some way. I just feel like with opinions, like if people are like, Kanye, that last album sucked. Like, he, then he goes at him like, oh, well, you know, say that to, to my face, blah, 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 or like, whatever. I just think when it comes to his art, he's very sensitive about his art. So if people don't like it or if people come at him in a negative way for his art, which he really cares a lot about, that does affect him. You think that comes from, like, like his arrogant side and a sense of, like, entitlement? No, that's just being an artist. <laughs> really just Pat. being an artist. Yeah, when you're like a creative person, you're sensitive as hell about your art. Do. Like, cuz I was thinking like when I watched the, you know, the interview that he did with Ellen and he was talking about how he wanted to come up with this um his fashion line and everything. Mm -hmm. So he was just saying how he was trying to get all the top fashion heads to see where he was coming from mm -hmm. and they kept shooting down his ideas. And to me, it didn't come off like he was hurt. It came off like he was challenged, mm -hmm. like he felt challenged. Like, how can you not see what I see? Mm -hmm. Like, how can you not understand this? This is great. Mm -hmm. This is great. How can? How dare you not think that this is great? Mm -hmm. That's how it came off to me. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was hurt at the fact that they didn't think it was of a certain caliber. Well, yeah, because he's thinking like, well, my ideas are good, blah, blah, blah. I think what Kanye doesn't understand, especially about the whole fashion thing, is that since he isn't a designer, it's not just about creating these pretty clothes, like things to put on people's body that look good. Like for a designer or when you have a design team, you really have to understand how people wear things, why people wear things, and how to construct it. So, yeah, this, you know, six-inch heel, heeled boot looks amazing when you draw it out, but when you actually when it's time to put it together and build it, you know, so people can actually wear it, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? And it, and that, yeah. that may not be, that's no shade to like his artistic um, view or his artistic ideas. It's just, if you don't understand construction the way these other designers may understand it, you know, like, I mean, just, me going to design school, you know, if I just walked up in there like, oh, yes, look at this dress right here. Oh, yeah, it's going to look like this in a seam here and a seam there and blah, 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 blah. And then your professor goes, okay, well, how do you get in it? And you're like, um, well, like, there's a zipper mm -hmm. here, I think. You know, then you really have to be mindful of like, yeah, how does somebody put it on? How do they take it off? How does it wear? Can you wash it? Can you not wash it? Can you... You know, will it fall apart? How do you sew it together? Like all this other extra stuff. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's probably more than likely why the fashion, you know, industry was a little bit hesitant. But I think if Kanye has the right team around him, people who really 
understand his vision and understand how to construct it and make it, you know, so that it can actually be a wearable item. I think he, you know, he could like have a banging ass fashion line. You know, he, so maybe if he's more open. Yeah, and you know, and not just you know feel like people are shooting down your ideas. You know, maybe it just needs to be reworked. You know, not thrown out, just reworked. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. And then maybe even chop down the prices a little bit. Oh my god! You know, when those yeah. people saw this Egyptian cotton for like <laughs> <laughs> social media was not happy. No, looking like rags. But remember the last. <laughs> fashion presentation he had uh towards the end of the summer remember it was so hot that like models were like passing out yeah and the shoes look they actually looked very uncomfortable yeah and models were taking shoes off at the end of the runway and walking around barefoot and of course social media is like oh my god look at this blah 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 you know sending yeah. out the videos to each other and whatnot so that kind of and it's okay so then back to the topic yeah, back to the social media thing. So then that, you know, Connie's so big on his fashion image, that kind of hurt his brand mm-hmm. as trying to be, a, a, you know, in the fashion business mm-hmm. and stuff. Because now it's like, okay, you're putting out these products and people are not even comfortable in it. And now you have the whole wide world because we live on social media. Now they know that. So I feel like anything he puts out after this has to be absolutely amazing in order to negate all that from happening or... People are just going to keep remembering, okay, well, you had this fashion show that she was really, really excited for, and it didn't turn out so well. Yeah. And then you may have, you know, people on social media like, yo, like, fuck the fashion. Where's the music? Exactly. Exactly. That, too. That, You know, like, I don't want to see another picture of Kim. Where's the new song? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't care about the new, you know, Yeezy boots or whatever. Where is the (laughs) album? Do you think, like, social media puts the pressure on certain artists to try to tap into new avenues? Because, you know, now you have, like, all these artists being, like, creative director of, like, you know, teaming mm-hmm. up with, like, Puma and, like, all this Reebok and stuff like that. So do you feel like they're like, okay, well, the kids out here seem to really like this sneaker shit, so let me jump on this bandwagon. Maybe I can tap are into you, that. They're, are you they're trying kind of to like, say that do artists use social media as a form of market research to feel to see what other avenues they can get involved with well yeah i guess so i guess or do they feel the pressure to do that like if they see in terms of competition they see this one artist doing it so it's just like okay well this one artist teamed up with this brand so maybe i can try to one-up them and team up with this brand or i I feel like i got to do this and do what they're doing because from an artist's perspective you see what other people are doing, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough. So it's kind of like, hmm. I feel like you see what other people are doing, it's kind of like, okay, how come I don't have the success that they're doing or I'm not making the connections that they're making? Or if you have an artist, two people who are coming up at the same time and they see somebody else getting more shine than they are. I think from, I I think from a, I guess maybe I'm looking at it as a fashion person perspective, in terms of that, I think a lot of either artists reach out to companies or companies reach out to artists. And if the company feels like that artist represents their brand or they have a certain amount of following, um, they're like, oh, okay, yes, I want this person to endorse our, be our ambassador for this brand because they have, they reach such a wide audience or they reach our target audience. Or there might be a brand that a celebrity may love and they may reach out to 
the company is like, hey, I reach all these people and I get all these likes. You should have me be someone who's going to represent your brand. So I think it works vice versa. Um, mm. Also, and people, let's talk about like when this flat Tommy T business. Like, oh my God! <laughs> can we? Can we? Can we oh. dead that in two thousand? 16, 17. No, no, no. Can, what time is it? Can we do that now? <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but that's how much of a whole social media has. People, like, I know Kim makes a lot of money by just posting stuff on social media. It's like a, yeah. a new form of, like, endorsement. Like, yeah. that's how you get your money. So, yeah, social media helps in that aspect. Of course it but does. Then it's, it's the revenue, but then it takes away from, like, the authenticity because if yeah. I see X, Y, and Z person posting about flat tummy tea, <laughs> me, I'm smart enough to know maybe this shit doesn't work because all y'all seem to be collecting a paycheck from this. Mm-hmm. So actually reviewing this and actually having results. Like when Hairfinity came out, I mean, maybe it does work because I haven't used mm-hmm. it, but I remember when Hairfinity came out, the brand was probably literally sending it to all these people because they have you know, a following, which is okay, because I mean, that's, you know, that's the people that's mm-hmm. going to be buying, buying their products, but it raised a question in my mind, like, okay, are these people actually using this product? Right. Like, actually using it, even with, like, the natural that's hair brand? Or the waist trainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the waist trainers. I right? wish like, there was a tea I could drink every day and have a flat-ass stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, without any, like, working out or eating right, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come on, it's y'all. Yeah. It's not and have to, have Half of the women using them already have banging bodies, so it's like. And you know they're up in the gym every day. Exactly. Or they have a it's, good doctor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or they got money for banging personal trainers. <laughs> like, wake me up and make my smoothie, please. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me to come to the gym, please. Yeah. No, you know what? Wake <laughs> me up and drive me to the gym. How about that? I, well, I think um, social media is ever evolving, and I definitely think um, social media definitely can either help or break an artist and we would really really like to see what you guys think out there do you think social media helps or break an artist let us know your thoughts follow us on instagram views from the chicks c-h-i-x-x at the end to it um and yeah comment we'll definitely be posting you know uh something about this episode letting you know when it's up it's live you can listen to it let us know what you think the social media can it make or break? What are the pros and cons? How does it help? How does it hurt? You know, let us know what you think. All right. Peace. We're out. Bye.